All right, guys, welcome back. I'm here with the Gold for Loco. <laughs> and uh, what are these? The, the Kinky Cocktails Pink Mango Passion Fruit Blood Orange Flavors. Yeah, you know, um, we're not into that soft shit. I mean, it's, it's not soft, basically, but, you know, we thought we'd switch it up. We saw that, we you know, Kinky usually makes vodka and everything, so we saw these just sitting there for the first time. We're like, oh, we might as well just give them a try. And so, you know, they're not too bad, are they? No, they're not, but we did want... The natural light, strawberry with lemonade, whatever that is, they didn't have it. And coming from West Virginia, you know Natty Light's big here. So we thought, why not give the strawberry lemonade a try? But never around here sells it except for up in a place I'm not trying to drive to. Uh, but yeah, from what we hear, it's, it's, it's pretty damn good. And we're definitely trying to get our hands on it. So if you guys know anywhere around here uh, where to get it, let us know, because we're, def we're definitely trying to get our hands on it and get fucked up with it, or drink responsibly with it. Uh, but Seth, why, why don't you tell them about earlier, about uh, our little day on my lunch break where <laughs> I left work. So so let, let, me, let me start it off with a basic story. I leave work to go to lunch like I always do. I usually come home. Make something up. I had some Chinese left over from the fridge. I was going to warm up. Which I sounds was, fire right now. Yeah, exactly. I, I was excited to come back and eat it. Like, I, like it, the shit's fire. Like, China Walk, shout out China Walk. They make amazing food. So if you guys are in the wheeling area, go check them out. But uh, anyways, I was, I was on my way back here. Probably get about five minutes from my house. And I just see some cars backed up, which, you know, it's usually nothing because we got, we got the pipelines out here and everything. And all of a sudden, I'm just sitting there for five minutes in traffic, just dead, dead stop. I see cars pulling out, turning around. I probably move about 20 yards and I'm just like, screw it. It's been 15 minutes. I've moved 20 yards. I'm going to turn around. And Seth sent a videos of him on his new uh, dirt bike that he got. And I was like, oh, I'm going to see if I can come out and see what they're doing. So I pull up I pull up to where they're at. And I see Seth on his bike. And I'm like, oh, shit. This is about to be funny. Seth, Seth why don't you uh, tell him your point of view from what happened once I got on the bike. <laughs> all right, I asked him if he wanted to ride the bike. He said, all right, yeah, sure. So he hops on it. It takes a minute to figure out how to let go, of the, to get it started. And once he does, I've, I've, ne I've never, I've never drove a bike with the clutch at all. Like all the ones that I've had have just been like, yeah. Switch the to gears be, to be honest, if you say it's easy rough first rip, you're a liar. You're a liar because it's not. It's been ten years, ten years since I've been on a dirt bike. So, but yeah, once once he got on it, like, I didn't know what to expect just because he said he. I knew he hasn't rid, like rode a bike in a while. And I know how I was when I first rode mine. Like, I literally wrecked it the first day. Fucked up my leg. But he, he finally gets it going. And <laughs> I don't know what it was. Like, it might have been, like, the thought process. Like, there's a lot to think about. And all he was worried about at first was getting it to go. And once he got it to go, he couldn't get it to stop. So the next thing I know... <laughs> This man came and stopped laughing without this, telling the story. This bike's literally sideways, <laughs> and he's flying off of it. Okay, so so here, here's my whole thought process going through it. Like, it took it took me about five minutes to, like, learn how to use the clutch to get it to start and, like, to slowly let go of it for the for it to keep going without shutting off once I let go of the clutch. Uh, once I get it going, I, I started off slow, and I'm just like, okay, well, I got I to gotta make this turn off, so I'm going to go to this person's yard and smack their goddamn garage. 
Next thing I know, I can't turn the bike. I'm sitting here hitting the brake, and while I'm hitting the brake, I'm not I'm not hitting the rear brakes. I'm hitting the front brakes, which is right next to the throttle, and I'm basically pulling the throttle, hitting the brake at the same time. <laughs> next thing I know, bike's on its side. I'm in the air, and my fucking dick hits off of a uh, hits off like a wooden post. Next thing I know, they're worried about the bike, and I'm up running around going, "Oh my dick." Oh my god, my dick, bro. So what happened? I said, I'm sorry, my, my dick hurts. I said, I didn't mean to lay it down. So I, I go into a dugout to make sure there's no blood in my piss. And thank God there wasn't. But when I say it hurt for at least 15 minutes, that that's probably that's probably not even exaggerating. That's probably less time than it took for it to stop. I was back at work just like, oh my God. It hurt worse than he was on, longer than he was on the bike. That, yeah, literally, like, like the payoff was not worth it. Oh, my God. So but what, what I'm trying to say is if, if you're going to ride a bike, go into an open field where you're not going to crash into a goddamn wooden plank and smack your dick off of a uh, wooden post. And uh, take baby steps. Yeah, I mean, I mean, no matter what, the first time you're going to ride your bike, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna at least fall, crash, or like, Fuck it up somehow. So don't don't go out there expecting to be a pro at it. And don't buy start. an expensive bike off rip. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that because no matter what, you're gonna you're gonna damage it in some way. Uh, more more expensive bikes, more expensive the parts. So like, go cheap. And the more money you're out of once it's fucked. Like exactly. I mean, if you got money to blow, go ahead. But if you're if you're in my situation, I'm trying to I'm trying to, I'm trying to save as much as I can and not have to put parts into a bike. I mean, hell, I got that. I got that bike down at the blue house that mm-hmm. got like, the got the skirt off or whatever you want to call it. Uh, needs a new throttle and everything. Hell, I, that shit's from back when I was like what, probably like ten, eleven. I'll I'll, I'll fix that shit up and drive mm-hmm. that like it's nothing, cause that 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 ain't got no clutch. I gotta worry about. I just gotta worry about the throttle and the and the shifting gears. That's it. And which. which I understand, like, you make automatic cars. Why can't you make automatic bikes? Right, that's, that's a good question. They, they, they go the same speed. I mean, I understand, like, the ones that are manual go a little faster, but, like, if, if you're if you're having a bike just to ride it, there's, there's no need for a goddamn clutch to make you go 125 or fucking... Right. Or uh, 75, 80, whatever you want to fucking go. At that point, you're just asking to get hurt. Yeah. Especially if you're, like, on your first time. Like, right. Like, there's, there's no point for it. But uh, yeah. Be be safe if you're out there using these bikes, cause just that little fuck up hurt me so bad. I can't I can't even explain it. Uh, so, but but the thing is, like, Joey Joey's got the hang of it. Like I I know Joey's like, nice. I I know he's got like he's he's been having the bike and everything. He's had a bike for a while. Like he's got the little uh sports bike. He's got he's got a little dirt bike he can ride now. But like, even seeing him do his wheelies, which, like, he's gotten a lot better at him, bro. Like, like he's able to hold him up there longer. He's able to get higher up. But e- even with that, that's that that scares the shit out of me. Just watching, like I remember being a little kid, like not not necessarily around here. Like you'd see a lot of bikes, but like mm. I'd go down to the beach, and we'd be driving. Like you see like groups of bikes. Definitely at the beach. But people people just be renting bikes down there, and uh, it's just like I'd see the wheelies. I'd be like, oh shit, like that's amazing, and like hope they don't die. Right. But, you should see some. Of it. 
shit I've seen on the internet. Like, uh, some some of these people will do will do wheelies that, that one and dude take Joey, their hands off. Bro, that one dude Joey showed us that he rides with is amazing at it. Like, like all them like stunts. That he he mm-hmm. did the little nose wheelies. What are those called? Stoppy. Stoppy. Yeah, that's nosies. Fucking some shit. Rando, I don't. They're, they're I can't called do. multiple things, like stoppy. I don't. I don't know what that's the sketchy, called. Though. But just just all them bikes are sketchy, just because. Now you never know what's gonna happen. You're on two wheels, like you're two you, wheels. You lose your balance. You're eating the. Dirt. I mean, I understand that they're like made to like help you keep balance and like they they can stay up on themselves. Mm. But like even like the not the dirt bikes, like the the, the, oh, yeah, rock the rockets, dirt bikes, they'll no. stay up for me. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the dirt bikes bike, will fall yeah. right over. Well, I mean, the sports bikes you can fall off and they'll keep going by themselves mm-hmm. until like they like go down a ditch and like just starts uh, freaking out. But just just that whole thing, I just. It, it it doesn't scare me, but, like, there's definitely some hazard or, like, caution you should take. Yeah. Riding a bike. You, sh- you shouldn't you shouldn't go out there expecting to be a pro right off the rip. You shouldn't expect to, uh, basically, I don't even know, like, I don't understand how people go out there and just fly on it, like, right off the bat. Right. Like, that, that, that amazes me. And if you can do that. Kudos to you, and I respect you. Yeah, you got balls. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I mean, I got some balls, but you won't see me flying on a bike for no reason. <clears throat> uh, so what, what kind of bike do you have? Like, what, What's it considered? It's, I mean, it's a dirt bike, so it, well, well, it's a uh, but like, RM. You said it's a two-stroke? It, it's a Suzuki RM125 two-stroke. All right, all right. You said it about 1,200? Yeah, it was 1,200. You, you know what year it is? 98. No, that that's Dude, in, I know. It that's looks in nice. good condition. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised like a '98 even goes for like twelve hundred. I was expecting it like a little less than a grand. Like, and it has a literally rebuilt motor. In it. <clears throat> well, that that probably would jack up the price a little bit because uh, like yeah, the body can be uh, a little older as long as it doesn't have too many dings on it. But. Like honestly, when I fucked up on it, I put more scratches on it. It didn't have any scratches on. It. I'm I'm gonna put the scratches on. Well, he might have buffed a little bit of them out, or or like maybe. I doubt like a fresh paint job, but like, like I see them stickers, on, but them stickers look like they've been on there for a while. So I doubt he put any stickers on to like cover anything up. Right. But you said he sells like, he said he sells a thirty a year. He had seven in his garage when I bought it. And you had a, and that's that's probably just like a side hustle too. So he probably gets those things for cheap and. Uh, oh, he like rebuilds them all. So he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I imagine that dude on one of those. He he might be better than Joey. Probably, honestly. He's older. You know, you know what type of bike Joey has. He's got the same bike I have. His is, oh, it's the same one, just a bigger. Yeah, he's got his is a four fifty, and his is like <sighs> it was, just a few a, years newer. Just a bigger engine. Yeah. And his other bikes, uh, pretty sure is a R a Yamaha R six. Them Yamahas are nice. I would like if I ever got a bike, like like a dirt bike, I'd always go with like a Yamaha or like a Suzuki or something like that. I was that. originally gonna get one. But Jay found that one, and it was close, literally 30 minutes away. I couldn't pass it up. Yeah, see, I, I was looking at them, and I was like, oh, these wouldn't be bad, because like, I'm going to get my tax return, but that, that tax return, i got, I got to do some other things with it. I, I don't want to waste it on a bike, because I know, like, for me, mm. like, I'd get a bike that wasn't street legal. Mine's not. Like, like yeah, a, yeah exa- exactly, because one, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd want a street legal bike, but... I just I feel like I wouldn't ride it as much as like I put the money into, like that that's one of the reasons I don't want to put my money into a bike because I feel like I want to get the use out of it, 
I don't have much land to ride out here. Like I don't have, and then like if I want to transport, transport somewhere to ride on like a like a dirt path, like I'd have to. That's, like, that's funny you say that because when we picked up, we literally threw it in my car, <clears throat> which is surprising, bro. Because you got you got that, you still got that. No, you sold. I that sold system. them. That's something that money that's, went to it. That's, yeah. Okay. Okay. But yeah, that's a, that's a big bike to fit in a little. Dude, coupe. when when we pulled up, and we saw the bike, me and Jay both said, that can't be the bike that he's selling. Cause it looks so big, yeah. And then we looked around and like he's like, yeah, this is the one. I was like, what? I didn't even think it was gonna fit in the well, car. Well, when you said a what one twenty five, yeah, it's a one twenty five. That's huge for a one twenty five. Well, like I said, my mine down there is a one ten. That's what I mean. And like, mine's mine's probably like half the size, like three fourths the size of his. My bike's literally the same size as his four fifty. It might not be as fast, but it's fast as fuck. Yeah, I, I could I could tell the power behind it. Cause when y'all were saying I was gonna fly off it just from the, <laughs> just from revving it, but like I was I was like barely revving it, bro, and it was <laughs> sound like a goddamn weed whacker. Literally same shit. See that that when you said you had to mix the oil with the uh, gas, mm-hmm. I was like, I was like the only thing I've ever used that for is a weed whacker. I was like I was like there's no way. Like, yep, literally but, the same. I mean, hell, whatever you gotta do to get that shit running, that shit's nice though. I fuck with it. Uh, but. <clears throat> let's let's see what we had to talk about today. Oh yeah, well yeah, this this goes into it. Like, like I haven't rode a bike in ten years, so like th- this was pretty new to me. Mm. So, your first topic: don't be afraid to try n- new things. Like I, w- I wasn't afraid to get on that bike. I mm. wanted to try it, but like the only thing I was afraid of was mess up your bike, <laughs> which I might have done a little bit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I'm sorry, but it's, it's just, uh, other than that, when you said you want to hop on, I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, like, like, I'm gonna do it. Like, when I, I asked you, I, I, I honestly not gonna lie, I thought like you were about to say no. I was surprised you said yeah. Well, I, like at first I was hesitant, but I was like, I was like, hell, like, like why not? Yeah, why not? Like it, it seems easy enough, but I, it's it's way harder than what I used to ride. Like I said, mine didn't have the clutch or anything, so. Kind of, it kind of was just like riding a goddamn car. Just the thing too about <clears throat> Joey. He's been shifting gears like for so long. Well, that's because a lot of yeah, a lot of his cars have been uh, manual instead of automatic. My like mine, it's automatic. It has like the the uh, was it the gear where you can. Uh, like shifting shit, like the plus minus, whatever you want to call that. Like below the drive, it's got the plus minus. Oh, I understand, yeah. The slap shift, that's what it's right. called. Like, so I can slap shift my car, but like, I don't try to do that because I don't know what I'm doing. I don't want to fuck up my car. So him, him going out there and like trying all that. He does it in his sleep. Like, it's so easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so he he's had time to practice that on like us. But yeah, like new things, when you, when you go out and try new things, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have like this fear in your mind. Like you can't live your life in fear. You should definitely have like a, like a mindset of like make some confidence. Yeah, some some confidence. Like you should be able to be like, oh, like I may think I'm not gonna be able to do it, but like it. You you just you just gotta be in the right mindset. You can't you can't put yourself down. You can't, you can't doubt, psych yourself out. Yeah, you can't doubt yourself, or else that's gonna get in your head and it's gonna make you do even worse. Uh, but. There are some things, like newer things, like where you have to be like cautious about it. Like you mm-hmm. have to think about it. Uh, like, like, uh, say like UFC or something. Like your first, like you're just going in there, 
and it's your first your first fight, like, yeah, you can't be afraid to like go in there and uh do your best, but at the same time you gotta be cautious about like what you're throwing, you gotta be cautious about uh defending yourself and everything like that. So that 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 is something you have to be worried about, but you can't be afraid of it. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh so basically basically what I'm saying is it's it's all right to take precaution and be safe with what you're doing, but at the same time, don't be so afraid to the point where you're going to uh, basically fuck yourself over with overthinking. Like, what's what's one new thing you're afraid to try, and then once you like once you start, you're just like, wow, this isn't as bad as I thought it would be. Mm. Like anything pop through your mind. Maybe <clears throat> bowling. Like, I thought I'd look goofy doing it. I did it first. But you still look goofy doing it because you want to take our advice. Oh, spinning no, no, the ball? No, you you don't, you don't look goofy doing it. But, like, I understand what you're saying. Like, you're like, oh, bowling, like, that's not masculine. So you're just mm. going to be like, I'm going I'm to look goofy doing it. Or were you just worried? It's, it's, it's the thing, like. Were you worried about not doing good? Exactly. I don't want to look, I don't want to go up there and make a fool out of my, that's period. It doesn't even matter what I'm doing. Well, I mean, my first game bowling, I didn't even break 100. So, like. It, it's it's baby steps. Like you gotta take baby steps to get to where you're like going. Even even if it's like I'm doing something right and it looks goofy, I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. That makes sense to you. You you want to know a great example of this of uh, trying new things, losing your virginity. You remember that? Because <laughs> uh, like I I remember my past. Like when I when I first when I first did that. Like yeah yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna be nervous. Like I was so nervous that like I was afraid, but that's that's not something you should be afraid of. That's something you should like wanna embrace, really. Like embrace and like take in. So like I didn't even take that in. I just, I just kind of did it, and I was like, oh shit. Like be real, like you happened. thought you were just doing it to do it at that point. Yeah, exactly. That's how I felt. Exactly. So, at at that point, you just gotta you just gotta kind of man up, and be like, all right, I'm doing it. This is here and now. D- don't screw it up. Like, so I'm gonna screwed it up. I'll tell you that. Wrong hole. Cared. I was no, care to elaborate. Wrong, wrong, <laughs> wrong hole was not what happened. I was, I was just shaking I've, so I've, much. I've heard more people say that though, that they said that they like they they didn't realize it until the person told them. Not me. I'm saying that they were putting it in the wrong hole. Yeah. I mean, I can understand that on like your first time because you're just like. You you don't know what it feels like, so you're just trying to put it in whatever the fuck it fits in. <laughs> but uh, <coughs> but I, I hell I still am just putting the wrong hole nowadays. You you're you probably do on purpose. Well, well, no no no. Trust me, I want to do it on purpose because I really don't. I don't I don't care for for uh, that type of stuff. Like I I I've done it probably I've only done it once and I didn't even care for it. It wasn't it wasn't great. It wasn't something I don't want to try again. Kind of dirty, if you ask me. <laughs> Not wet, so screw that. Uh, but yeah, like even even nowadays, like you you don't look down there when you're when you're putting it in. You're just uh, kind of just aiming for what you can reach for. So you just it's it's just something. It's just a common mistake people make. Like I feel. I mean, look in porn, they def they definitely got almost put in the wrong hole countless times. Or at least slip out and then just put in the wrong hole countless times. That's true. So, so don't be don't be afraid if that happens. Uh, but we have a uh, very special guest we'd like to uh, 
welcome to our podcast. He's he's going to come in via, I, I don't know if you'd call it a phone call, but with the app that I'm using called Anchor, which is a great, great app, uh, you're able to add people on who also have the app and uh, basically talk to them and get them on your podcast, even if they're not sitting right in front of you. So it's great if somebody can't make it live or if somebody has other obligations that they take care of and can't make it. So without further ado, let's uh, welcome on our next guest. All right, and we are now live with one of our good friends and one of my teammates on Rocket League, Hayden Johnson. Hey, why don't you say what's up? What's going on, guys? What's going on? How you doing today? Oh, you know, just just chilling. Normal day. Put some, put a couple hours in our Rocket League. Put a couple hours in, huh? Oh yeah. A couple ranks up over me, huh? Uh, just a few. Just a few. Yeah, makes makes sense. Even though you're better than me. <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a good debate. Actually, you guys should have that as a topic. Who's the uh, <laughs> currently the best Rocket League player in your friends list. Well, well what, what do you think about Isaac? you think he's still going to be as good when he gets back? I mean, honestly, it's going to take him about 25 minutes and he'll be just as good as he was. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right about that. Yeah, He's super good or something. Uh, but Isaac's probably one of the best people I've seen play Rocket League. Yeah. that's Like, that's like in person, not like on like YouTube videos and shit like that. Right, like the pros. Yeah, oh, bro, them, them people are insane. So, uh, what, what's with all the people at Kobe saying Seth and I are acting brand new? Well, I think it's just a a recent trend here uh, started by fucking Tavian. But uh, he likes to say people are brand new. Yeah, it seems like we hear that every day. I don't know what it is when when the only brand new one I see is uh, you, and, uh, you and Seth there, your co-host, considering... Y'all get some dirt bikes and y'all lay them down first day. <laughs> first off, I, I never got a dirt bike. I laid his down. <laughs> Seth laid his down first day, though. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But, I mean, when, when Seth Seth hasn't ridden a dirt bike. And, well, since last night, right? Uh, and I haven't I haven't been on one in 10-plus years. So, I, th- I think we have some excuses for that. Uh Excuses. I mean, what, what, what about you? you? You just got a new bike, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I just got the Tim Tags today. So, so that's street legal, right? Yeah, I just got to get my uh, my permit or my license. I bet. So when I uh, take it from your house, I should be able just to go straight on the road. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Well, Hayden, it sounds like your voice got a little deeper. I'm just a little sick. A little sick. Yeah, I can tell you got some congestion in your throat. Or did you just hit puberty? Something in my throat. <laughs> so, uh, I, I'm guessing people can already tell that this is Alex. How, how's uh, Victor doing? Victor. I just went outside and I reunited with Victor for my final partings with him. Gave him the proper burial, poured some New Amsterdam out for him, and proceeded to go inside and take a shot. <laughs> so, so you were able to find him? Yes, I was able to find him. You ever heard of the worm in tequila? Yeah, I have. And if you drank that, I'm sorry for you. Yeah, I did the mouse with <laughs> vodka. Well, that, that doesn't sound too good. I'll tell you that. Was his uh, was his body still there? Or is it kind of 
decayed since I threw it out in the winter storm? Decomposed, I would say, probably just left is just a skeleton, which made the drink taste a little bit better. Damn, bro, are you serious? Was it really just a skeleton? Just a skeleton. The harsh weather out here is no joke. Shout out to the homeless people in Chicago living on the streets. I know that they found 12 dead homeless people on the streets in Chicago in one day just from the frigid temperatures. I heard about that. That's crazy, though. It's crazy. It's crazy that it can get that cold to just freeze to death in your sleep. Yeah, I mean, if if you don't have the proper gear to be out in that weather, I mean, I don't like being out in it just walking from work from my car to work let alone sleeping overnight in that weather exactly and like people don't understand is that like poverty is a huge issue in our country and i really don't feel like we're doing enough that we like that we could be doing to help help them out or to feed them give them the proper things that they need or help them get back on their feet i agree it's just sad that we're just leaving them out there to die basically i agree i agree too so uh, what, what are you guys getting into there at uh, Kirby's? We're getting into some new Amsterdam vodka. We're all 21 years old, so nothing illegal going on here. Oh, it makes a lot of sense. makes a lot of sense. We're uh, dancing, having a good time. Stepped outside to get a feature on the podcast. I know you guys are about to blow up. We don't want to miss the wave. Yeah, I mean, so far we're getting uh, at least like 15 views per episode. So, you know, we're on the come up. We're making a bid. Hayden said that Sunni is trying to be in studio featured on the podcast rather than just have a a call-in feature. Well, yeah, see, we're we're working on that. We actually want to get a bunch of live guests. I've I've talked to some people that said they want to uh, link up with us and record something new. And we're actually looking into some... uh, mics to help our quality and some software to uh enhance it and get off of our phones and hopefully headsets yeah and hopefully headsets personally for me i think the quality sounds pretty good i would say that the only thing that could really help this out is getting possibly elon musk on the show i know that you've had some words with him talked about having him on here not to name drop or anything shout out elon musk big yeah yeah well well elon and i are close like we, we both worked on the spacex program together and uh, we've we've came a long way since then. Uh, him and I went to high school together, and we've we've kept in touch since. And ever since his recent success, and uh, basically like his viral, him just becoming like a viral hit on anything he's on, like the Joe Rogan experience. Like I was supposed to be on there with him, but sadly I had some uh, circumstances that I had to take care of, so I wasn't able to make it. Yeah, I know. But yeah, I know. I'm hoping to get him on here. Yeah, Elon, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry you couldn't be here tonight. Yeah, uh, don't worry. We're pouring out for you too. And uh, Victor says, "What's up, Elon?" Victor, yes. Yeah, shout out, Victor. All right, I'm gonna pass the microphone back to my buddy Aiden Johnston. Shout out to him. Just got that bike street legal, com- completely legal. Hopefully, Vance can uh, get on one day. Maybe a Harley or something. Without laying it down. <laughs> no, you won't lay it down. You'll be all right. But well, I, well I, I just, I just had troubles remembering all the. Uh, Breaks and the gears and everything, but I, I think I got the hang of it now after uh, thirty, not even thirty seconds of being <laughs> on it. The dirt. Hey, real quick shout First, out! To I, eat the dirt, okay. I eat a trash can. Yeah, that's all right. Everybody wipes out a few times. I've had very, very. I, I thought it was yeah. pretty good for the I'm first sure time. It says like a statistic: you're you're gonna fall. Oh yeah. If oh. you don't fall, you're not riding enough. Oh, exactly. Without a doubt. Uh, what did we say last time? You can't be a boss if you took a loss. Simple as that. 
Like that, that goes for everything. Even Elon Musk once said that. Well, yeah, I was there when he said it. Uh, so, so hey, t- tell me some, uh, tell me, tell me some uh, things that you like to hear on podcasts. We're, we're researching some ideas that we'd like to get into. Uh, some certain certain segments that we might be able to uh, segue to sometime in the future to have like a reoccurring thing weekly. Uh, w- what do you look for in podcasts that you find interesting? I mean, the the few, you know, main things I look for in podcasts, I listen to quite a few podcasts. I haven't been too up to date recently because I used to listen to them at work, but I no longer work at the place where I would listen to them. But yeah. uh, like uh, Theo Vaughn's this past weekend and like uh, Chris D'Elia's congratulations or congratulations with Chris D'Elia, uh, you know, they're just kind of, it feels at home. They're just kind of chilling you know, with Chris Moore, it's it's usually well about ninety nine percent of the time just himself. So it's kind of him just you know bullshitting with you know imaginary people, which are the listeners he has us. But I mean, it's kind of just I don't know, just like you know making it making it seem genuine, and you know I definitely look for humor. I mean, I'm a big big comedy fan, so yeah. See, that's what that's why I feel like. Uh you and I are a lot alike. Uh, you did turn me on to uh, the congratulations in the, this past weekend. And I'd like to also add in Tiger Belly, which is a, a great oh, podcast. Yeah. Uh, I, I did not even know Bobby Lee had one, and I find him completely hilarious oh, yeah. ever since dating back for, like, Mad TV and everything. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly, with all those, I probably listened to, like, I mean, sounds like I'm no life in here, but probably over 300 hours of all three of those combined. From starting oh. from episode, episode one and trying to work my way up to the current episodes. Yeah, I've done the same thing. Like I've listened. Like uh, I used to listen to Jim Jeffries' uh, broadcast oh, yeah. every day, and I literally finished them within probably a couple of weeks, just sitting there nonstop, um, being at work, like you said. And they, they all just have like, a common fact. Like they're all just hanging out, just being goofy. Like yeah, they, they have some topics every once in a while, but. Basically, basically, what they're doing is just hanging out with their friends, you know, getting drunk every once in a while and just talking about life, their experiences. And I, f- I feel like that's uh, what we kind of want to do with this broadcast or this podcast, just kind of let people get away from their lives and uh, listen to kind of what we've been through, our opinions on things that they might have a strong yeah. opinion on. Yeah, and we do have a uh, – I mean, you know, we are living in West Virginia – it seems that, you know, we'd be pretty uh, distant from any sort of culture there is besides hunting and fishing. But, I mean, surprisingly, I don't know about you, but I don't do hardly either one of those things. So, yeah, I mean. I, I mean, I'll fish every once in a while, but, like, they're not, like, my biggest pastimes. Right. Like, I'd, ra- I'd rather be out doing something more physical or more adventurous than sitting in a boat or in a tree stand. Right, um, yeah. But they are they are relaxing. They are they are calming. So you understand why people would do that. But at the same time, the area that we're from, yeah, uh, we're still we're still close to some major cities, so we still get their culture cultural influence sometimes. Right, and, and like not to knock any hunters or fishers, like that's you know I I can definitely see the joy in that and everything. But I'm just saying, like you know we, like you said, being close to bigger cities, you know we got Pittsburgh, like what an hour away. Uh, more in Columbus and Cleveland, about two and three. Yeah, we got all those. So, like, you know, we are more of, I don't know, more, uh, uh, more city life. You know what I mean? 
rather than well, rather plus, than tree back plus road. Plus the area that we live in, uh, a lot of major things come come through our area. Uh, yeah. But the bad thing about that is we get things like uh, we, we're like one of the biggest areas for drug trafficking and sex trafficking because of our interstates that run through us and because we are in a tri-state area that connects uh, two two kind of major states to each other. And we're just kind of right there in the middle. So every cultural influence, music, uh, like I said, the bad things like drugs and those type of things, they, they all come through here. Which, so, which honestly, that is a... That also is a pretty good topic, uh, you know, living in this area, like you said, drugs around here, how it fucking influences and hurts and everything with people, families, friends, everything. Yeah, and actually, we, we actually had a topic that we had written down that we wanted to discuss later in this podcast about being from our small area, or just a small area in general. And that all that stuff does kind of uh, go along with it and how it does influence your life and how you live around here. Yeah, it really does. I mean, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people don't get to, you know, go to see these big cities that we speak of and everything. So kind of feels like a dead end living in Wheeling or, or you know, anywhere around this state, especially more Southern. Yeah, the, the more Southern areas are worse off than we are. Like, not 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 saying that they're bad areas to live in, but... Like, you wouldn't assume they... Or that stereotype. Exactly. Everybody just assumes, and like down there, it, like I wouldn't say it's hundred percent true, but it it does seem that around there, like they are more uh, southern than we are up here, which isn't a bad thing. Uh, but people kind of take that as a bad stereotype, and I don't understand it why. Because around here, I feel like everybody's pretty friendly. Like I always hear that West right. Virginia is one of like the friendliest cities you can go to. Everybody just treats you like your own. Yeah. So. It's that small uh, family like family like uh, town. Yeah, everybody knows everybody. Yeah, everybody knows everybody. Uh, so like when they don't meet people, they're like, "Oh well." But I'm saying that's also a bad thing because outsiders they don't like them. Then they like The whole state hears it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but that's that's generally what makes a small town fun. Is all the drama. Uh, Tavian asked me what I was on the phone with. I, I just told him I'm speaking to you, Mom. <laughs> what? Did you call me Mom? Yeah, I'm just on the phone with you, Mom. Oh, that's all right. Just uh, make sure you're home by, uh, what is it, 930? Make sure, make sure you're home by 1030. I don't, I don't want to see you out there too late getting into any trouble. No, I will say, though, this might be a short-lived uh, first special guest, but it is freezing in the room I am in right now, and I'm trying to get to this heater. All right, well, uh, we, we will let you go, and hopefully we can uh, get you on the podcast in person sometime and actually talk about these uh, topics face-to-face because you'd be a great guest for us. Yeah, just next next time you guys are doing it, let me know, and if I'm not working, I'm there. All right, man, that sounds great. It was good talking to you, and uh, we hope you enjoy the rest of your night and that you are safe. All right, you too. I'll be looking forward to the podcast coming out. All right, man, we'll see you. See you, man. I hope that you all uh, enjoyed that little segment talking to our friend Hayden. Uh, He also is a big podcast listener like I am, and he has a lot of topics that he can talk about, and I really do like the opinions and diversity that he brings to uh, this show. He he really kind of sticks out about with, uh, to me, as someone who has a lot to talk about and a lot on his mind, and 
uh, I want to bring back a topic that he brought back that he brought up uh, about living in a small town, because being from where we are, like there's not much to do around here and it can get pretty boring. It can get pretty uh, depressing sometimes. But I was uh, reading an article that says it can be pretty healthy if you're coming from a small town to get out of it and not to stay into it and not like stay around there. Uh, so I was, I was kind of wondering what your opinion on that is, because in my opinion, like if you're if you're from a small town, and like you know nothing but a small town, like you might be you might be accustomed to it mm-hmm. and prefer it, but how would you know if you like it if you've never left been out of it? You have nothing to compare it to. You have nothing to. Uh, you you basically have no experience outside of that town of what the world's like. So I do feel like at some point it is unhealthy to spend your entire life inside of one small area that you're just going to come to know. And I feel like people are afraid of change and that's one reason that they don't uh, Yeah, they they don't accept leaving it or they don't they don't want to leave it cuz from around where we're from, uh, the population is mainly uh, the older generation, like people in their uh, like forties, forties and up. Everything's like revolving around them. All the attractions, events that that go on, they're mainly uh, they're mainly advertised towards like the older generation. There's nothing around here that's aimed towards anyone younger than the age of basically like yeah we we have some things for people 21 and older like the drinking events and everything mm-hmm. but other than that there's nowhere really that younger people can hang out or spend their free time and I feel like that's one of the reasons we have uh such like uh we we have juveniles uh not not delinquents but we have we have younger people going out and getting into trouble just to feed their adventurous uh, mindset. They want to uh, explore. They want to explore. They want to get, they want to get out there and see what life has to offer them. And around here, like, that's not much. Yes, yes, we have the outdoors. And yes, we have a lot of great places to take in. But at the same time, once you do that, there's nothing to do. Once you do things... Once you do everything, it's it's just dull. There's there's Boring. yeah, there's nothing more to add to it. You know what I mean. So, uh, this, I just, I just feel like if you're from a small town, you should definitely try to get out of there, and, uh, just just basically live your life. You don't wanna you don't wanna be cooped up in the same place, for the for all your life. You want you wanna get there and explore the world. Like, I've I've. I've been out of the country once, and it was probably the best experience of my life. So my goal is to be able to uh, basically fund fund my life to explore other regions of the United not only the United States, but also my my main ambition is to go to places like Japan, China, uh, Taiwan, basically all of uh, Asia. Those those are like the places that I love to go. I love their culture. I love I love how they think. I love their uh, ideal of like 
respect and honor. And those things really stick out to me. And, like, you, you know me. I, I love my kung fu movies. Mm-hmm. And I've actually looked up, like, uh, there's a trip you can take. 5000 bucks, Round round trip to uh, China. I forget where it's at. But you can study with uh, Shaolin monks in their temple for a year. Plus room and board. Damn. And do all that. And I actually looked into that. But most people from small towns, they don't they don't want to do anything like that. They basically just want to stay what they're accustomed to and what they know. They want to play it safe. Yeah, they they want to play it safe. They want to they they don't they don't they don't like the danger of taking risks. Mm-hmm. But to me, that's what life is. It's it's not life if you don't take a risk. And also coming coming from the area that we are, in the middle of the tri-state. We were talking about how we have all these influences that come in from major cities. Even though we're in a small city, we stay up with a lot of the main music. And I feel like we're actually on top of the game more than people are inside the cities that a lot of these artists come from. You know what I mean? Uh, Because I I know Seth can name some up-and-coming rappers off the top of his head, can't you? Mm -hmm. All right, go ahead. Name Name, Name some. Like DC, the Dawn. I mean, Young and Ace is already blowing up, but he he not too many people know about him. Shit, even like No Cap, Rila Rodriguez. Who else? I mean, and these these are people from the South. The South is where it's popping, but like even from Florida, like well, I mean, from around here, like we do listen to a lot of Southern rappers, like Atlanta. Uh, not I'm not even saying Chicago Southern, but like. That's, I will say Chicago, actually. That, like, that's that's more Midwestern, so it's still more kind of right in our area than like East, um, West Coast or whatever. Like one four seven cowboy. Uh, <clears throat> shit, what's his name? Fuck. Shit, I can't think of his name right now. Sheck West, bro. Not Sheck West. <laughs> Fuck that. Polo G. Oh, Polo G's hard. He's so hard. so hard. Um, that battle cry. Mm. Check that out. Like I knew, I knew there's one more I'm really missing from Chicago. Or oh, even even little TJ, little TJ's hard. See, you're you're naming all these people. Like I I've never even heard of them, and I feel like I'm on top of the rap game compared to the people around here. And you naming all these people, I know I know you like you put your you really go into it. Mm-hmm. That's like, why I feel like, like dig I, deep. I need to like have some sort of like because it might it might sound conceited. It might sound like, wrong, but, like, because some people could say I have shitty taste music, but I, I swear I hear a song, I'm like, that's that's going to be a hit. Well, how many how many times has our group of friends or acquaintances, like, shown each other music or anything, we're like, oh, they're going to blow up. Mm. Oh, like, the, they're the next big thing. And all of a sudden, a month or two later, they're, they're bigger than, like, mem- remember, hold on, remember... We were listening. We were listening to Trippy Red. That's literally what I was about to say. We were, we were listening to Trippy Red. Not even. Not even that. Wait. Wait till where it goes. We were listening to Trippy Red. We heard. We heard Poles. Uh, fourteen six nine, and we were like, "Oh shit, six nine, he's hard." Like we we got we got to find some more shit. We started digging, and uh, we we dug deeper and deeper, and all of a sudden he was like, "Oh, I'm about to come out with Gummo." We we waited a month mm-hmm. for him to drop Gummo, and we we were the first people in this area to. To bump that shit, and we're we're bumping it at other parties. 
we had it on every single night. Mm. And then all of a sudden he starts putting out more music. We keep we keep it playing. We keep it playing. And he blows up. He became one of the biggest artists in the country. If not the biggest artist at the time. Right, period. And uh, people people are just sleeping on him. And we're just out here banging their shit because... That's where it comes from. A lot, a lot of people are just closed-minded. They, they, they don't like new shit, bro. <clears throat> but the whole... The whole music coming to this area, it's it's very it's lacking. Nobody's willing to put in the time to find it unless somebody mm-hmm. shows it. But I feel like a lot of people that we know spend most of their time digging for new music, which is something that you have to do in an area like this to even pass free time. Just find new music to keep you going. Honestly, that's what it does for me. I sit here a song like I love hearing a song that I can repeatedly play. Without getting sick of it. So even even Roddy Rich, dude. I was showing Roddy Rich by a customer that I work that I worked at I worked at Gumby's. He said, I bet you I he said, I bet you I have, I have an artist you never heard of. At first he said Key Glock. I said, I don't know who he is. Yeah, who doesn't know Key Glock? Then he said Roddy Rich. I said, Who the fuck is that? This is at the time the only song he had out that was big was uh it wasn't even big. Die Young. Die Young. That's the only song he had. <clears throat> and then and then he just started putting out Hits and hits, bro. I mean, even stuff that he put out before Die Young mm-hmm. is hard. But like, right, no one heard it. No yeah, one no, no one heard it. And now, I, I feel like he's gonna blow up. Like he's gonna. Oh, he's definitely. Like when I, when I say blow up, I don't mean just like oh he's he's gonna be a rapper in the game. He's gonna be like one of the biggest. Like mm-hmm. his his I sound. Meek Meek Mill saw it. That's yeah, why he his sound, him. his flow, and his li- lyricism, lyricism, voice, whatever you want to call it. He he does have a great voice because. He's at the point where th- these are the rappers that get big right now are the ones that can rap and sing at the same time and mix them together. Like Trippy. Dirk. Uh, Dirk, yeah. Like we said, Roddy Rich, Future. Future can kind of sing even though it's basically auto-tune. And honestly, it's a shame, but Melly. Melly, yeah, no. If he did it, if he didn't, his music's still great. You guys can't, you can't judge his music off of the person that it is. You can judging music off of the quality right and the the content that's in it if you if you want to judge someone's mu- music no, by who they are yeah their character that's yeah, different then, then that's that's completely wrong music is music people are people keep them separate uh but i think i think we should probably wrap this up about now it's uh, getting pretty late we we've got some good topics that we've discussed and I'm getting pretty drunk to the point where what I'm going to say is just going to be stupid. So we hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast. Uh, hope you guys tune in for the next one. We don't know when it's going to be. It might be tomorrow. It could be the day after. It could be a week from now. But whenever it is, uh, we'll shoot an update on our Twitters, our Instagrams, our not our Facebooks. I don't, I don't do Facebook. Too many old people on that. Uh, but... Yeah, we we just want to thank you for uh, the continuous listens, and we hope you guys enjoyed this, and have a good night.